And like, I don't know that I'm willing to date that man who's like going to throw himself in front of traffic to, to meet me. Well, I would at least have coffee with the person. Hey everyone, welcome to part two of Free Love Advice, our conversation with Samantha. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, Free Love Advice Makes Space for Someone New, I recommend you go back and listen to that. This one will make much more sense. So we are continuing our conversation with Samantha, who has a visible disability. She uses a wheelchair, which makes meeting new people sometimes challenging. So that's what we're exploring today. How do we get out of our rut, out of our routine? How do we step out and reach out to new people, which disability or not can be really hard, whether you've got social anxiety or whether you're just not used to making new friends because you're an adult and you haven't had to for a while, or maybe you're new in town and you're feeling a little isolated this episode can give you some ideas about how to meet new folks. And we also check back in with Samantha several months after this conversation to see if she's put any of this stuff into work and how her life has changed. My name is Sean Galanos, and this is The Love Drive. Well, what are you already doing? We'll start with that. Uh, online. Although I've recently like... You've tapped out your Toronto yeah, area. Like I, I've, I'd be more on... Like I have an online dating profile, but like I'm not as... What sites? Uh, right now I'm using OkCupid. Do, um, are you like uh, out about your disability? Like is it obvious? No. So what I do is I... Um, gauge whether or not I'm going to meet that person in person. And then before I meet them, I, I tell them like, I have a condition that makes my legs weak. So I use a wheelchair when I'm out in the community. Um, I just want to let you know before we meet in case you have a problem with it. At that point, they can make the decision. But no, I don't put it on my profile publicly. Well, what do you think about doing that? Uh, I have mixed thoughts. I have zero experience, by the way. So I might sound stupid. I'm just like, feel free to enlighten me. So my thing is, is that like, in some ways, I think that might be better because then the folks who are contacting me, like authentically have, have that knowledge and like, maybe I'll meet like a disability studies scholar or something like that. Uh, I do have some anxiety, although like, I don't have any evidence to prove this. Like, I also don't want to attract folks who like are, um, how do I put this? Fetishizing your disability. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one. And then also for online, online dating, there's still an element of like, like I always let people know where I'm going and and who I'm going to be with and stuff like that. And I sometimes worry that having my disability in the public sphere is going to open up open me up more to like predatory folks. Right. Uh, but again, I have no 
like nothing bad has ever happened to me while online dating once someone has found out that they I have a disability. Like I've had some some men be like, I don't want to meet you, but like that's not that's not bad. Like it's not like I've ever had anyone like try and rob me or something. Okay, just a thought. You could try it. You could try it uh, and not change anything about like the safety aspect of yeah. you know what you do. Uh, and then maybe you'll attract people that like don't care or like you'll save some time in th- those like back and forth where like you do all the chatting all the way until like you go to have a date and then they're like, actually, I'm not, I'm not interested. You might yeah. save, save that time. And it could be like, yo, by the way, I move around in a wheelchair. Yeah. Thought you should know. Like it could be like, you could make it cute or funny in some way that obviously wasn't that funny, but. But yeah, but like a, a playful uh, but that doesn't really open you up. It's sort of the same pool, but it, it might attract a different type of person. Yeah, and it's sort of like delving into that anxiety I have about meeting people and being and being disabled. Like it's it's an exercise in like confronting that. Oh, you're kind of owning it. Yeah, that seems like a good thing. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Especially if people are like into it from the get go. Yeah, like it, it would be it would be nice to meet someone who's like already on board. So that might be an option. I, I I'm just saying explore it. I don't know if it's the right move for you, but Yeah. Okay, what else do we got? So we got online. This is weird because I've just disclosed that I'm disabled, but I can ride a stationary bike, so I go spinning sometimes. Oh yeah, because you clip in and Yeah, and it's like you don't have to balance the bike. Right. It's like got yeah, perfect. Yeah, so Sometimes the like resounding conversation I have with strangers in spin classes, like to use a wheelchair, but you can ride a bike. Like I don't understand. You're like, yeah, I yeah. can because the bike's stationary. Yeah, yeah. So then it it causes me to always over-explain when I tell people I I spin. <laughs> I could see that being annoying actually after a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what else? How else can we meet people? I struggle a bit with like. I work full time and I'm also finishing my doctorate. So could you make it any harder on yourself? I have, this is, yeah, this has been quite character building. Some of it too is like, also, I think that I need to start carving out time in my schedule, whether it's like once a month to go to like a meetup or like, a talk or, or, or something workshop. Yeah. where There's other people. Cause right now disability or not pre-existing relationship or not like a man would have to throw himself on the hood of my car to meet me. And, and like, I don't know that I'm willing to date that man who's like going to throw himself in front of traffic to, to meet me. Well, I would at least have coffee with the person. You're right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be so. Come on, give the guy a chance. He threw himself on his, on your car. True. true. Also, by the way, time crunch, pre-existing relationship, notwithstanding, you might gain a little time if that person is no longer being prioritized. Yeah, that's true. And you might gain a little self-care time. Because to me, 40 hours a week plus finishing your doctorate sounds hellish. Yeah, this is this is not going to be a part of my life that I'm fairly nostalgic for. <laughs> so, you know, maybe carving out time for you is, is actually like a good thing. And I think like what I'm doing is like 
I have kind of an all or nothing mentality. So my thing is like, oh, if I can't do it once a week, I'm not going to do it. But I think if I started with like every two weeks, I'm going to do something specific to like go out and meet people, not even just like romantic folk, but like just go out and do something of interest that will spread the pool. I have recently like located a new community of people in Montreal and it has really like, it has really changed my life. That's good. And I had to go to a bunch of events and keep seeing these same people over and over. It's actually like kind of like three or four community that kind of meet up in, they kind of like bleed into each other. Oh, it's super interesting. And it, it's changed my life because there's so many more options for me in terms of not even romantically, but yes, romantically. And like just like friends, new friends, new events, new like, uh, yeah, I started ice skating with a guy and then now we're giving each other like back massages because uh, the low back's all tight. And then it, it's all kind of connected. And, but I had to go to all these events and I had to make space for it. Oh man, that's inspiring. Yeah, so you just gotta find like you know you you probably I don't know how how long have you lived in Toronto? Uh, eight years. Okay, so you probably have like a community. Yeah, yeah. But there are other communities. Yeah. And then there's like all these new people that you don't know. That's true. Yeah. So, cool. but you gotta find that community. I do. I I could do that. Like if I consciously made time for it, I could do it. Do you have things that you want to explore that you are not already exploring? Yes. That's a resounding yes. I would like to go axe throwing. I would like to join an axe throwing league. You're Canadian, so I feel like <laughs> that's probably where this shit started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To spin off a lumberjacking, I gotta I gotta assume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's... Okay, that sounds great. I, I wrote it down. Axe throwing. Oh, thanks. Uh what else? Um I feel like there's other things that are connected to axe throwing, you know? Yeah. Axe throwing is intriguing to me because I went once and it was super inclusive and really accessible. And it's like a fun competitive thing you can do where like, it doesn't actually matter that much that you're sitting down. Right. Um, And then I was trying, I've been trying to think forever about like, there has to be a way that I can take like writing, like the solitary act of writing and turn it into like something social. So I've also been contemplating, like, I follow a bunch of, like, shut up and write groups or, like, we're all going to go to this coffee shop and write. Um, And I should probably, like, physically go to one of those as opposed to, like, just reading about it on Facebook. Yeah, you should. You should go write. You should go to a writing workshop or a writing group or, like, some short story night where they give you a prompt and you have to fucking write a story about it in an hour and then everyone reads them like some (laughs) shit like that. Cool. I know that exists. I don't, I just made all that up, but I know it exists. I would go to that. Like if you monetized it, I would go to that. You can monetize it. Okay. (laughs) I'm not particularly interested in that aspect of of writing. I do enjoy writing, but I don't I don't really want to write short stories with people. That's fine. That's yeah. fair. Okay, so we got axe throwing, we got writing workshop, we've got more space now because there's a pre-existing relationship that might not be. We've got disclosure, self-disclosure. Yeah. On dating site, what else? 
Um, I feel like this is fairly productive. Yeah, I'm actually super happy with this. I, I feel like we're on the right path here. Sweet, yeah. I like threes, though. Can we come up with a third thing? Third thing? Uh, that like really gets you excited? What do we got? Skydiving? What's back there? Oh, yeah. Skydiving. Okay. Is that you? Yeah, that's me. Oh, cool. So, like, thrill-seeking. Yeah, and I did, um, this summer I did a, I went to New York for body painting day. And that was, that was cool. And then, um, sometimes I art model for, like, extra cheddar. But, and I've been trying to think of, like, those are definitely, oh, Oh, you're making a face. I just like the extra cheddar. I just like cheddar as a as a way to say money. I haven't heard that in so long. Um, and I feel like those people are probably very similar personalities and like value systems to me. But there's not like there doesn't appear to be like a community body painting uh, or a like body painting community in Toronto. That's not like advertising and, and modeling and things like that. Um, and then some of the work for art modeling has, has kind of dried up, but I could go to meetups and stuff for that. It sounds, it sounds like maybe not body painting, but like some form of art. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, like another art thing. Yeah. Might be, I mean, writing is art, but maybe more like a, like a drawing painting situation. I could deal with that. All right. That's what we got. That's what I got. That's great. Thank yeah. you. Do you feel resourced? I do. <laughs> I'm going to start charging for this shit. You really should. I was not aware that I could just buy 30 minutes of your time. You cannot buy 30 minutes of my time, but you can hire me to be your coach. So if you are struggling with your sex, love, and dating life, and you are tired of doing the same shit and getting the same results, and you want to do something new and different, then I invite you to contact me. Working with me is an investment. It's not free. It will be challenging. And we will create some awareness around what you are doing and what you could be doing differently to get the type of love life that you want. Working with me will get you a more loving and connected relationship with yourself so that you can be more loving and connected with others. The work starts with you. So while it will be challenging and it will be hard, I will also support the ever-loving shit out of you because I want you to have the life that you want. And I want you to have the emotional intimacy and the emotional intelligence that is required to have badass loving relationships. So if this is interesting to you, send me a message, sean at thelovedrive.com, that's S-H-A-U-N, or go to thelovedrive.com forward slash coaching to find out more about what working with me looks like. Let's do the work when let's do it together. I reached back out to Samantha some three months after having originally had this conversation to see what has changed in her life. What of the things that we talked about she has implemented and how has that impacted her life 
here is that conversation. So Samantha, last time we talked, which was several months ago, it was probably back in February. Yeah. What has happened since then? Um, so, so things have gone pretty well. Um, I have now downloaded Hinge and Bumble. And one of the things we had talked about is me using photos of myself uh, in my wheelchair, like that you can see my wheelchair. So that's, that's actually gone super well. Um, the same amount of men that contact me when I don't have my wheelchair in the photos are still doing it. Like I haven't noticed a big difference. Um, and I went out on a handful of really awesome dates with a new guy. Uh, so that, that was exciting. Um, I don't know that it's going to like go anywhere intense, but it was, it was a good affirmation to be like, I can meet new people and they are like, he's interesting and funny and smart. How did it feel to put your to photos of you with the wheelchair on the dating apps? It was super nerve wracking. I I'm trying to think of like a concise way to explain this. I have a lot of friends, and a lot of the women that I know who use wheelchairs have had really negative experiences posting photos of themselves in wheelchairs uh, on dating apps, or have talked about how this has been a hurdle. So I. I'm really pleased that it's gone so well. It's really shown me that like as much as like I think I'm a good judge of who would be okay with it, the like for example, the person that I went out with from from Bumble, I I would have never picked I would have selected him out as someone who wouldn't have been interested and he self-selected in, so that was cool. Um and I'm glad that my experience was different from from my peers and the stories I've heard. I also, for moral support, I'm part of a Facebook group of women who it's called like a wing woman group or whatever. So just women talking about like women's issues. And I posted about that. I was anxious about this and I got a lot of super positive, like just do it. Like if someone has a problem with it, that's their problem. But then there was a, a woman who identifies as disabled who basically wrote like, dating is hard and everything is bad. So that was, that made me nervous, but that hasn't been my experience. My experience has been that like human diversity is pretty common and people are okay. Sometimes dating is hard and sometimes everything is bad. Yeah. And sometimes it's not. And people can surprise us in really nice ways. Yeah. That's an excellent summary. I'm so glad that happened to you. I mean, I'm so glad you had that that experience. Yeah. What about the ex? The like, um, you know, on again, off again, not quite yeah. meeting your needs person. Yeah. That's been a lot harder to sort of navigate. One of the things that's been different this time as opposed to the the other like 700 times we've broken up we've both really maintained fairly strict, strict boundaries with each other. So 
he's been quite sparing with his time and I've purposely kept myself busy so I won't be available. And then the times that we do see each other, it's often for like an express purpose, like an art show, or I have to give you back something. Intellectually, I think that's probably healthy. Emotionally, I've, I find it really, really challenging. And I, I really struggle with the, the idea that like one day I'm just not going to know him. And that's, that's quite scary for me. So I like just, I have to like just trick myself and think like, oh, you know, one day it's going to be different or it's just not going to be like this. And, but I, I know that like one day I'm just not going to know him. Like there's no need to stay in touch with someone that you don't have anything in common with. And then I find that I, I don't know what it's like for him. Uh, my imagination is always that he's fine because it was so long. Like I find that I, I still like miss him quite a bit, but I like to tell myself like, I'm not missing him specifically. I'm just lonely or the idea that like the things that were positive about it, like I can, I'm still allowed to like access my memory, but that I don't necessarily need to engage with him again and, and make new memories because the, the parts that were good were good, but the, the parts that were dysfunctional were quite dysfunctional. <laughs> but like emotionally letting go of that has been been quite challenging, but I've, I've just been trying to coach myself to move forward. Mm. And it was really helpful that you had, you had talked about with me the idea that like, he's probably not the only person in the world who has the qualities that I appreciate so I could probably find someone new or I could, I could find someone who's interested in like learning about the things I like or sociology or whatever. So that was, that was good. Cause it made it less like he's the only person and I'm just going to have to settle for someone else. But yeah, uh, emotionally it's been challenging. So mm. just lots of therapy and lots of boundaries. Oftentimes it just takes the time that it's going to take. And in my experience, I just let it move through me and not try to distract away from it. And sometimes that takes longer than I want it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked that concept of like just imagining the heartbreak or pain like moving through you rather than something that you had to like fix or get over. I feel like I have been a lot more functional and been able to do a l- more things that are focused on self growth with the idea that like, I'm just living with this emotional pain as opposed to like that I have to do something about it. And I find like the more time that passes, the, the, the better it gets. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your updates with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for calling me. Is there anything that I could do to support you further in your in your endeavors? Um, if I think of anything, I'll let you know. But uh, the podcast has been very helpful. <laughs> it's interesting because the other offshoot of like the Free Advice Love Fridays, or um, I forget the name. Free Love Advice been, Fridays. Yes. Um, it's nice to know that there are other people with like the same sort of situations and and strife as myself so so many situations there's a lot of situations 
So many situations, and we are not alone. We are all sort of struggling together to make sense of this messy thing that we call love. And so I want to thank you again for spending this time with me this week. It really means the world. All of your comments and your feedback and your questions, it motivates me to continue to do this work because it's fun to know that that there's a community of lovebirds growing up around me that are willing to explore this shit with me. So thank you. I sometimes struggle just as much as you do. I might not show it, or maybe I do. Fuck, who knows? Anyways, I just wanted to thank you. This is a long rambly thank you from the bottom of my heart to you. My lovebirds have a beautiful week. <laughs> <laughs>